This is Kevin Burke from the Thumbs and Pockets chapter of the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club saying welcome to Burke on Mayberry. In this episode entitled Opie and His Married Men, we're going to see and hear about the adventure of Robin Hood. But this episode aired on December the 30th, 1963. It was written by John Whedon and directed by Dick Crenna. This episode opens up where you see Opie and his merry men, childhood friends, are coming up from the lake, and they see a hobo who has a, a small little shack available uh, that looks like he's been living in. And the uh, hobo asks them what they're doing, and they basically say they're playing Robin Hood. Said so they saw it on a TV show last night, but they all had to go to bed before the show was over. And the hobo said, well, I know the story of Robin Hood. And so he starts to tell them about the story of Robin Hood. And basically realizes that the boys have food, and so he talks with them and re- recommends that they go get the food, bring it back, and he'll sit down and talk with them, and they'll have like a Robin Hood-type dinner. So throughout their conversation, the hobo talks a little bit about Robin Hood, and then he starts talking about uh, uh, his bad leg and and how he hurt his leg by saving an infant from being run over by a train. He has a, a game leg, and... Um, you know, they, he starts talking about how sheriffs give him a lot of trouble. Then one of the other boys mentions that Opie's pa is a sheriff. And um, the hobo gets concerned at that point and asks Opie not to tell his pa about him because, you know, they sort of give him hard times and keep him on the move. So, again, we go to the next scene, and we see Opie, Aunt B, Andy, and Barney all around the dinner table. And uh, I like this scene because, it's you know, it's a family dinner, and we have... Opie sitting at the table, he asks a question that, you know, I'm sure a lot of kids wonder or ask about when they're young is he asks Andy if they're rich. And so they get into a nice little discussion about things that make you rich. It goes beyond just having financial things that make you rich. We're talking about having good friends and Aunt B and good food. So a nice little discussion about what it means to be rich. But Opie uh, continues to talk about Robin Hood and about the story and, uh, um, taking from the rich to give to the poor. Um, Opie then says he's full, he, he's had enough to eat and wants to go play, and Andy allows him to do so. And just before he did that, Aunt B offered everybody a piece of apple pie, which is going to be important in a few minutes, and uh, nobody took any of the pie. So uh, Andy and Barney start talking about Robin Hood after Opie left, and uh, you know Barney says he happens to uh, read and reads book cover to cover, and he uses a couple of adjectives here that uh, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but when you go back and see the episode, that uh, he obviously has made up these words. He's got the words wrong, which, you know, Barney's uh, famous for doing that. Um, but uh, Barney gets upset when uh, Andy tells him that uh, uh, basically Robin Hood outwits the sheriff, and the sheriff had a deputy who was a big dumb guy. <laughs> Barney takes real offense to the, uh, the deputy being a big dumb guy and gets really upset. Well, in our next scene, we're at the cornhouse, courthouse, and um, uh, Aunt B walks in and tells uh, Andy and Barney about uh, the missing food all over town. Hence, the apple pie's gone, there's ham, there's turkey all gone. And Barney thinks he's got it figured out when he comes up and says it's a fox. And uh, talks about how fox probably came down the woods, was hungry, took all the food. Uh, so Aunt B leaves, and then uh, Andy says, I need to ask you one question, Barney. Uh, how does a fox open a refrigerator? <laughs> And so, uh, again, uh, Andy explains that uh, the people the, the people who were missing food all had young kids, and he realizes that they've been playing Robin Hood, and he has the idea that maybe the kids have actually taken the food. So, again, Andy's theory um, you know, certainly comes to through, uh, fruition. So then they, uh, fruition. So then they start talking about 
well, how are we going to find out about it? And, of course, Andy's going to do the straightforward approach and just ask Opie about it. And Barney thinks that's all wrong. you got to distract Opie and and uh, get him to think about something else and then uh, maybe come in and ask, get some clues from uh Opie and Andy, of course, says don't do that. And Andy has to leave. He tells Barney if Opie comes by, just tell him to wait. So as um, the next scene, we see Opie walking by the uh, window, and Barney's ready for him. And he comes to the courthouse, and Barney does a little bit of small talk with him. And then he suggests they play a game. And during the game, we see that uh, uh, Barney's trying to get information out of Opie. But before long, Barney gets so uh, uh, intense on playing the game well because Opie's beating him that uh, Opie starts turning the tables on him and start, it really tells him what's going on and Barney's so distracted himself that uh, he doesn't pay attention to it and ends up losing the game and, uh, and, and misses on the fact that he's got information that he should have. Now, what I'd like to point out about this scene is many times the character of uh, Barney Fife is written as a childlike character. You know, in a sense, you could say Andy sometimes is a very uh, paternal figure, which he is to almost everyone in the episode, but particularly to Barney. And so, again, you see Opie and uh, Barney here on the same level uh, in how this, this is done. They do this quite a bit on The Andy Griffith Show, which I think is, is great when you play Barney as childlike. Uh, so, again, uh, a few minutes later, Andy comes in, and uh, he sees that Barney's gotten upset because he's lost the game. And so Andy just comes out and has a nice little talk with Opie. You know, one of the things that people talk about over the years is how much they enjoy the way Andy uh, dealt with Opie, and a lot. Of, I've heard a lot of people say that uh, that their fathers dealt with them that way, or they wish their father dealt with them that way, and that Annie would just be very straightforward and explain things to him. And uh, he basically just asks Opie about the food, and Opie admits to taking the apple pie, and and eventually Opie comes clean and talks about the hobo out in the woods. And then we get into a little uh, area where you see I don't see a lot of it on the Andy Griffith Show, but it happens from time to time where. Andy really gives Opie a somewhat of a stern lecture. It's not really harsh, but it's a stern lecture about stealing. And, and he's really trying to straighten Opie out, and Opie's thinking Robin Hood's a bad guy. And Andy's, and Barney's in on this, too, trying to help Opie realize that they're stealing and actually say stealing is stealing. So uh, Andy says, well, why don't we go out and try to help this guy? So that scene ends, and they go out, and they all, the young boys, Opie and his merry men, which is the title of this episode, uh, go out and uh, with Andy and Barney, and they go out to meet the hobo, and hobo gets nervous. He's asleep in his little shack, and uh, when he sees the sheriff there, he gets a little nervous. And so Andy uh, talks to him about uh, helping him get a job, and every time he mentions a different type of job, the hobo uh, comes up with a reason why you know he can't do something. Uh, uh, you know, mainly his leg bothers him. Uh, he gets a cramp in his leg, and Barney even says, "That's really a sensitive leg you have there." So um, Andy continues to talk about finding him a place to stay, finding him a job, and, and Andy finally uh, puts the nail in the coffin by saying, we'll stay with you every minute till we find you a, the right job. So uh, the hobo again says, no, I can't do that. I'd have to move all my stuff, and I've got so much stuff around here. And Andy says, don't worry about it. We'll get the boys to help you pick it up. So all the boys start digging in to get the hobo stuff, and Andy purposely turns his back on the hobo, hoping what would happen would happen. And, of course, the hobo takes off running, and, Opie happens to turn around and see the hobo running and, again, uh, sees that the hobo doesn't have the game leg that he talks about. So, again, we see Andy take care of a situation where Andy could have just sent Barty out uh, or gone out himself and actually run the hobo off and be gone with it. But, again, um, Andy takes the tact of 
taking the boys through the lesson, helping them learn by seeing what happens, because he knows that the boys will have a better understanding and a belief in what he's saying if they see it for themselves. So good, another good lesson that we learned from the Andy Griffith Show. Now, this trivia question I think is one of the easiest trivia questions I've asked in my entire podcast, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the episode that uh, Barney w- uh, planned to play a game with Opie to distract him. What game did Barney play with Opie? And, and the same question, what game did Barney lose to Opie when uh, Barney was trying to distract Opie to get information? If you have a, uh, if you think you know the answer to that, don't hesitate to contact me by uh, sending an email to Burke at imayberry.com. That's B-U-R-K-E at the letter I, mayberry.com. And I'll email you right away and let you know whether you got the answer right or not. Or you can go to my website, burkeonmayberry.com, and there beside the name of this episode, Opie and His Merry Man, in parentheses, you'll see the answer to this trivia question. So again, I hope hope you're enjoying these podcasts. I appreciate the comments that you get, that I get from you. I also recommend that you go over to uh, uh, my fellow podcaster, Alan Newsom, and uh, his Two Chairs No Waiting podcast. He's got a lot of interesting interviews, and it's just another very good podcast I highly recommend you listen to. Uh, continue to listen to Burke on Mayberry and give me your feedback. Uh, and as they would say in Mayberry, my best to you and yours. And thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry. <laughs>